And welcome back to Scav Talk, everyone. In today's episode, we're going to be going over some of the more recent uh, Lightkeeper discoveries, not spoiling too much for you all, followed by some more in-depth audio issues, bugs, slash, etc., grievances. Then we got a video that Clean posted where he shows a Freelick bug that's actually potentially really cool and suggests it become a permanent feature. Followed by, finally, a bunch of random little tidbits involving all the changes in the wipe that were not mentioned in the patch notes. Giga, how are you doing today? Doing good. I think that's the way that the, you know, Scav Talk number two after the wipe has to be. It's got to be, there's so, there's so many little things, so many bits. It doesn't necessarily fit together in a nice, coherent story. But uh, no, I'm doing good, dude. I'm doing good. Um, taking a little bit of a, a break from streaming after my 12-hour <laughs> madness. You know, get up at half past. So I went to manage to go to sleep after like finishing everything about half past eight. I was supposed to go to bed earlier than that, but there's just like stuff to do. And then slept for four hours and then woke up at half past 12, like midnight, basically. Um, came down, made myself a coffee and uh, went live. And that, and that was it. So we were on from well, half 12. I think it was probably like 20 to one in the end until 1 p.m. Which was, yeah, it was, it was fun, honestly. I kind of like relish the madness. Like, you wouldn't do that normally to yourself. So to kind of be forced to do it in some ways, you just got to, I don't know, you just got to embrace it and enjoy mm -hmm. it. I'm just like, why, you know, why am I like playing video games in the middle of the night to like a bunch of people who aren't even watching? Like, it's just such as the most, if you try to explain it to any like or normal person, they'd just be like, oh, there's just so much background to try and like unpack. But um, it was good. It was a good time. Uh, we made good progression. And I am happy to report that this this week, been having a much better time nice. than when we last spoke because yeah last time i was getting absolutely slapped um and now it seems that the rest of the community is getting slapped and no oh, yeah i'm still getting tarkov here and there but it's not too bad um it's, it's been all right so i'm now level 24 getting on we're doing all right we're on to punisher 4 um at gunsmith 5 a few of those things like finished jaeger's like tremor headshots finished tarkov shooter 3 so like you know we're, we're, we're coming along we're coming along and we've had some some good experiences and uh, streets continues to smash me in the head every time I play that map, but that, that's fine. It's okay. I'm getting, I'm slowly getting used to it. How about, how about yourself? What's been going on? Uh, I'm pretty good, man. So I'm 14 now. Almost flee. Can finally like clean up my stash. Mm. I was like saying this earlier. I kind of been debating about not doing flea market, but then like that kind of defeats the purpose of me hoarding. Cause I'm literally like, I call it brain dead looting. I just press F on everything and just hoard it because someone out there is going to buy my item. You know what I mean? Just like, why not loot it? You know? So yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of tossing turn on that. I think I'm probably just going to do the flea market thing, but I think it's cool because this is like one of the usually historically anyways, I'm usually higher level than you. So now it's opposite and I like it. It's going to be cool. <laughs> I like that. And I probably, probably, it's probably going to stay that way because I'm probably just going to limit myself to, I want to like stretch this out as long as I can. I don't want to rush through and yeah. So it's good. No, it's good though. Um, it's been going pretty good. good. The, uh, good. oh shoot. What was I going to say? I can't remember. So <laughs> I was just going to say, I think it's nice sometimes to extend it out and play a bit more chilled, you know? Um, yeah. I, I feel kind of a, a desire to go faster and do more because 
because I'm spent, I spent so much time like I've got this like inter- constant internal battle between you know I'm a YouTube main right which so that means that I'm like in, in this battle between like any time that I'm playing I'm live so right there's no like obviously I'm like managing my hideout and like do crafts and stuff in the background while I'm no, making, I get that. making videos but um yeah any any time that I'm actually playing the game I'm live on Twitch and it's this this constant battle between like making more youtube videos because that's like the primary focus but then like i want to be live to do do more stuff and experience more content to be able to make make more videos about things that people haven't seen yet because you're kind of getting there like in the early crew it's it's complicated it's tricky but uh we're getting there i feel i, I think i just end up feeling like i never do enough of both there's like just not enough time um yeah. but that's that's fine that's fine you didn't mention okay. the the other battle which is just trying to progress and play tarkov <laughs> that's like the the third battle yeah. yeah exactly exactly and as i said that one that one has actually been going quite well so um i'm thankful for that because i, I actually managed to have oh, i can't remember how many it was it was like six or eight raid streak without any deaths at one point um that's really good it's pretty good it i think that might have been in the middle of the night and people were just like, oh these eu shows are awesome i was like you have to remember that it is three in the morning <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so i'm sure that's got something to do with it you know just like wandering around interchange just like hello everybody you know there's just like nobody there just wandering grab a quest item and leave and everyone's like what's going on like if i was wandering around like that i'd just be clapped like 25 times it's just like yeah well 3am does hit different it's true it's true so it's good but yeah i mean i think the big the big global community thing that we mm. were all waiting for i mean we'll talk we can talk about the gym in a minute because the, the wet wall was obviously the biggest hype last week everyone's wanting to see what that was although we kind of knew that it was going to be the gym but the the path to Lightkeeper has been the exciting thing that everyone's looking at, thinking, you know, what's going to happen? And I know that there were some like leaked videos and things like that. But we have have actually had some people, I say legitimately, in inverted commas, because like they got there legitimately through through the mechanisms with which the game provides players. Turns out that the mechanisms with which the game provides players was unintentional and was slightly buggy. Mm-hmm. which is kind of interesting and um, there was a really weird thing i don't even know how this happened like maybe they were testing it or something um but basically you got this signal transmitter for failing bullshit with skier for and that was apparently not supposed to happen but that seems to be like the last item that you need to get to him so like holding this thing you could just like walk through all the claymores all the claymores are turned off so Archie won't shoot you you walk up the tower and you meet lightkeeper so I think there was, there was, I can't remember his name, which is really bad, but um, there was some guy who did it first and then uh, traded it afterwards um, with like a bunch of people watching. So that's, that's been kind of, uh, that's been kind of fun because like some people have been getting over there, but it's, you know, the room's locked and you can't get in up until then. I think, we, did we talk about um, Deadly last week? I, I can't remember. Yeah. I think maybe we did. We did. I think we did. So people have actually gone to meet him, but as of now, there's like, there's not like, like any trades or anything, but then BSG said that, yeah, that is not supposed to happen that way. It was removed from the task. Anyone who had the transmitter, it was it was either deleted from their inventories or like it's or it stopped working. I can't remember. It was what one or the other, and then nobody really knew what. How, like we were just back to square one, basically. Like there was nothing going on, right. and just today, I think it's either today or last night, some people have finally bumped into this the final quest, and it's you have to like complete you have to complete loads of stuff, and then mechanic gives you this this quest where. He says, I'd like to meet the lightkeeper. And it's like the, the first part of the like the path to the lightkeeper. So there is actually a real, there's a real quest line there. But um, I mean, no one's got through it properly as of yet. So we'll, we'll see how it goes from here. But that's, that's kind of cool. I think it's interesting. 
Okay, let's talk about that, because I saw that as well on Twitter, and I was just like, no, I have to do all these, like, it's like Kappa all over oh, yeah. again, man. There's so many requirements to do the task, like, the one that was, like, the most egregious, but, you know, it's not really that bad, was Tarkov Shooter Part 8, sorry, Tar- mm-hmm. Part 8. Um, which again is not really that bad. It's just one of those tasks that is really frustrating the later and wipe it gets. Um yeah. like it's you really want to get it done sooner the better. So and it's kind of like the only reason to ever do it previously, I believe, was Kappa. Like I don't think you actually got anything noteworthy from doing the quests. Not really, no. Not really. It's just a Kappa thing. So that was kind of like and then the other one was like, I think you had to have a certain amount of scav karma. I don't know exactly how much or how less. Yeah, so I've got the, the list up here. It, it honestly doesn't look too bad. Like, compared to Kappa, it's nothing like that, as far as I'm concerned. So, if you don't want to be spoiled on what the quest requirements are, then don't listen to this bit. Just, like, skip forwards a little bit. But, I mean, it's nothing. It's just, it's just a list of quests, right? It's like, Punisher Part 6, Setup, House Arrest. I'm not sure what that is. Is that Streets Quest or something? Probably. Cargo X4, Peacekeeping Mission. Like most of these I do anyway. Living High is not a crime part two. Blood of War part three. Huntsman Path of Razor part two. Talk of Shooter part eight, as you said. Gunsmith part 19. This is interesting because there's like a billion gunsmiths now, which is cool. Broadcast part two. Decontamination service. Drug trafficking. And then you need fence standing level two. So you need to be Scav Karma um, six or above, basically, because you need to have fence level four, you know, max fence rep to, to do it. But it, it doesn't sound that bad. Like it, that's, it's way more. I, I'd rather do this than Kappa personally. Like this is way more lenient yeah i mean for sure um potentially <laughs> i'm not sure about some of the gunsmiths though but maybe but what what well, like, we'll get the gunsmiths done surely i've not got that far though i've only gotten to number five yeah but like if you weren't going for capital you really didn't like it was good to do them but you really didn't have to you know what i mean everybody does gunsmith though surely like, i don't know anybody that doesn't do the gunsmiths because they're easy yeah but i mean like anyways the <laughs> the second part of that is so so I gotta do all this stuff and then like what does that get me you know like what what is the final because this is the thing that's still unclear to me is is he just gonna be like is he actually gonna trade me stuff is he actually a trader or is he just an NPC that talks to me you know with some pre-written text that's what i'm worried about is i'm going to spend all this time doing it for not that's kind of what i'm worried about but that's yeah, why I'm i want to sure. just see someone else do it and be like hey exactly, wait exactly. what's and, gonna happen and we will right we yeah. will for sure we're gonna see somebody else do it first um i mean people the fact that they've somebody's unlocked all of that and got onto the first quest already right it's what day nine or eight <laughs> yeah, like it's insane right you finish all these quests <laughs> all those quests it's, that's mental yeah it's, it's I, pretty mental. I can't um, remember if it was Axel or Bake Easy, but someone in their community was like, because it was in a Nice Guy video and Nice Guy was referenced again. He said something like, the person said, yeah, they play like 18 hours a day. They grind or something. It's like, Jesus. He's like level 52 or something. He's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Open up a stream right now. You need to be a streamer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I always find it funny that people who like grind super hard, but they just like, they just do it. They're like not not yeah. even content creators. They just they just do it. It's like yeah. whoa. I think it's probably more common than we think, to be honest. Because yeah. even that was surprising. But then, like when I think about 
my times in Rust where I used to like literally do 18 hours. Like when COVID first came, it was literally wake up, Rust, go to sleep, six hours, wake up, Rust. It was really bad. So it, it might happen more often than you think. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. So, so yeah, so then you have to basically do a signal transmitter thing for mechanic and then like who knows what's going to come next. Um, you need to find all this stuff, like finding raid, like bits and pieces is, uh, yeah. It's going to be going to be interesting. I mean, I don't know whether like, did you see the Trey video? Did you see like what Lightkeeper says to you? Like, do you even want to talk I, about it? Like, uh, I don't think we should. I have seen I saw some other stuff like bef- hmm. I, I nice guy put a video out and within that video, he's like, if you want to see the Lightkeeper stuff, there's a video out there where someone got the, like, the data mined one or something yeah like I'm, yeah. I'm assuming it was a hacker that did it but whatever um but yeah i don't want to like necessarily talk about what he says because it is kind of it is spoiler stuff i think for it's like <laughs> it's like spoiler stuff but i don't know it's whatever yeah it's like kind of but like it's not it's not like main storyline stuff so i don't know i don't mind anyway well, well is if, it? You, if you want if you want to go and look it up you can go mm-hmm. and look up I think Trey's got video on his YouTube, yeah. which is him doing it. So you can go and look it up if you want to see what the Lightkeeper has to say to you if you get there through accidental means with the transmitter. Maybe it'll be different if you go through the proper questline. I don't, I don't know. Like maybe they just mm, got yeah. into one of the bits of it or something. Um, you know, because they weren't supposed to be there at that point. So who knows like exactly which section of it. Like Maybe you go back multiple times. We just don't really know yet. So we'll see. We will see. I think that's I think that's it about Lightkeeper, right? I think that's think everything so. about that man. So then, yeah, the gym. Do you have the gym? Have you like where have you got to on the gym? Do you still have a leaking wall? I need a hammer, man. I can't get it. Uh, I, it hasn't been like. It's just if I find it, I find that type of thing. Yeah, I've had so many people come into my chat being like, "I found the hammer, but I was playing scab and I didn't have a backpack and I couldn't take it because it's like two by five. Yeah, so really tough to take if you're you, know, you got a sling bag or you, you spawn with no bag and so many people are like and then i died like trying to find a bag you know it's just like it's brutal i mean i found mine I, it was super super lucky i was playing customs and i can't remember exactly which mission i was even doing but you know you know how the airdrops are just completely silent now which basically well for, for a lot of people they're completely silent because of the audio which we, we will talk about very soon there was an airdrop right outside um crossroads extract like Mm -hmm. right next to it on the floor and i was like hello (laughs) is there somebody like camping somewhere or like what's the deal what's going on i just want i was like hmm well surely this is looted and went in just completely full yeah completely full of all sorts of stuff like loads i can't remember what things are in there and uh and the hammer was also in there like right next to the extract i was like what are the chances this is crazy so that's how I got mine, and I haven't seen a single one since. So thank God that I found it in there. You know, like I've played quite a lot, and I haven't seen, I haven't seen any otherwise. So yeah, it's been quite, quite lucky. <laughs> but yeah, so if, if you've got the leaky wall, then basically it's the whole. You know, you you smash the wall down, then you have to do metal cutting scissors plus the toolkit thing, and then you like build the door. And there's this actually really funny bug where. When you walk to the door, you get the graphic, which is switched to the gym, right? Where it says, you know, it gives you, you end up in the top down view where it tells you what requirements you need to build the next section. But if you turned quickly, someone in chat actually said this to me and I went to investigate it later. And if you turned quickly, 
the open icon appeared first. So once you've got the door built, you can actually turn, press F as it opens, or as it, sorry, as it goes onto the door, and it, the door will actually then just open and won't take you into the requirements. And you can walk around the room before it's finished. And that's huh. where I screenshotted that there's like a dead dude in there. It's literally just like, because it's just assets that are from other places in the game. Right. And there's just a guy like parcels taped up in plastic bin bag in the corner. And it's just like, what the? Like, this is just, like, <laughs> <laughs> what's he doing in here? Which is why I made that post, which is quite funny. And people like Rangar being like, you know, ask questions like that. You're going to end up in there with him and stuff for sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's, you're not really supposed to see that, I don't think. It's just in there for, I don't know, they just pasted some stuff in there, but mm-hmm. maybe didn't realize what, what that was. So you build it and then the jib appears and then, yeah, you can just go and do reps and it's a bit strange. And if you've got all your gear on and your guy just like gets down and, you know, a class four ceramic rig and just starts pumping the iron, it's very, it's very strange. Okay. But, yeah. I saw the mechanic and I was just, I was, my instant gut reaction was like, really? I, this was not what I was expecting, but it's maybe not the absolute worst thing possible. Um, because it does kind of evolve, because we've, we've theorized about, you know, if it were us, how would we do a little like workout station, you know, or like a treadmill? <laughs> like you could just level up your skills, you know, which would be kind of cool. Um, I personally thought that like a passive system, you know, like you, you log off for the night, you leave your fuel on because you're going to go throw your PMC on the treadmill overnight. And then, you, you know, you come back and it drains a bunch of resources, whatever that being, you know, something like this. I did not expect the mini game. <laughs> that was the last thing on my list. Yeah, it's very strange. I, I was saying to chat is. It remi- for some reason, it reminds me of like you know PlayStation One quick time yeah. events or <laughs> something. Exactly. It's like it's like Metal Gear. <laughs> you know, you get it in the torture room. You know, with uh, Revolver Ocelot, like torture you. Ah, 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 you gotta like press the press the button at the right time, whatever. It's like it's, it's that that whole era just like came back to me. Um, and it's very weird. The, the weirdest part of the whole thing, though, right, is that if you screw it up badly enough, yeah, you you legit break your arm. Well, I mean, it makes sense. Well, does it? Like, if you okay, well, you okay, like you, you, you do it enough times, and your guy's just like this, right? And the weight's not even that big, and then he just goes on the arm. Yeah, and it says you, you broke your arm, right? And if it's the first, it's so honestly, it's so stupid. If it's the first time that you've done it, you only have like mild muscle pain or whatever. Well, correct me if I'm wrong. Sorry, you actually, so you actually break your arm, right? And you have to yeah. splint it up. You have to fix and, it with yeah. a splint, and then you can drink some water, eat some food, and carry on. <laughs> <laughs> For me, that's the best part. The fact that you just splint your arm and then just carry on as if nothing happened. <laughs> Gig has lost it. I never would expect the gym mechanics to get the Giga. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so funny because of how scuffed it is. Honestly, it's just that, just that is so weird. I don't know why they bother putting in the break. It's just like it's so it's so unnecessary. Oh God! It, well, it, I mean, it, it really made me laugh a lot. It's I mean, it, it, to me, it kind of makes sense from like a very abstract RPG sense. You know, it's like oh, you messed up the quick time event, you broke your arm. Yeah. Now you gotta like pay a cost. To, like it kind of makes sense, but I could see why. It's kind of silly because it's just like 
plant yourself up back on the. We gotta I get the game. I think you can go back on, right? Like, I think if you break your arm, I don't think you should let you back on for a day or something. Yeah. Like, in, it would make more sense if it was just like, you know, you, I don't know, you did something, you did something awful, and then you, you go to like zero energy and water. Something, something like that. That would, like, it would even just make a bit more sense. I don't, I don't know. Anyway, but then you eat and drink really and get back on, anyways. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I mean, it doesn't really make any sense, but the, the one sort of like weird ramification of this mm-hmm. is that if you want to do the Tremor headshots quest, what for Jaeger, oh my God, <laughs> you can now purposefully break your own arm without having to go into right. Cause, because an arm break is much better than a leg break, but the leg break is really the only one that you can self-inflict, right? Cause you have to jump off something. Now, now you, you can, can self-inflict an arm, can self-inflict break. arm break, which is way better because you don't need to be on painies the whole time. Oh my god! but and then you could do the tremor headshots quest way more easily. So now we've got this perfect mechanic to be able to break <laughs> our own arms. So good, right? So it's good. hilarious. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Pretty funny. So, so yeah. there for a while it was bugged, is my understanding. Like I don't, I still don't really understand the mechanics. So you maybe you can help me out. But as I understand, there's two states. There's one state that we know of for failure, which is you break your arm, and then you get a. Do you get a penalty? I don't know if you get penalty for breaking the arm specifically. I think that's just for screwing up too much. But like if you do too many reps in general, then you get like mild muscle pain, and then you even oh. drink and then you go back on, and then it gives you severe muscle pain. That's supposed to last for a day. And I think so you get you get like a bunch of rep first and then well not rep, I shouldn't say rep. You get a bunch of points first. So I think you get like 0.9. So if you're low strength and low endurance and you get like 0.9 every time you do a successful one. And then when you've got mild muscle pain, it's like half of that. And then when you've got severe muscle pain, it doesn't give you it anymore. And apparently when you level up these things, when you level up strength and endurance, then you get less XP. So it starts to become less meaningful as you go up the levels. Um, for what it's worth. But yeah, so I think like once you get severe that it doesn't you I think you can still maybe get back on, but it like doesn't give you any XP, it just says zero. You just get zero XP. And you just have to wait for it to go away. Yeah, if I if I recall correctly, I can't find it, but I think the gains are level zero through ten, it's point nine, as you said. And then from eleven to twenty-five, I want to say it's point six, and then twenty-five maybe, to yeah. fifty, it's point three. Mm. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not above level ten on strength endurance yet, so I haven't seen that. But yeah, I think I think so, that's right. Seeing the information out there, and if I understood you correctly, you can only do it a certain amount of times before you get a debuff. And if you go even further, then the debuff gets worse. Like it's a new debuff yeah. that lasts even longer. I think it lasts you... longer. I think so. Because I thought it was. I'm not sure. I thought it was tied to if you failed or not, but I guess I that's don't not. I think so. I think okay. that's just the arm break, but I, th- I think the deal is you just do it until you get severe and then you leave it. I think is the way it's supposed to be. Now, some people were getting stuck on severe for like three days, but that mm-hmm. was that is, that's a bug, <laughs> another bug. Some people were getting the bug where they couldn't do, do it at all. Like they'd get in and it would just be like red as if they'd clicked immediately and failed like straight away. There's a lot. There's lots of bugs with it. I mine wasn't bugged to be fair, and I've just taken mine to to max, and then I you can kind of do it like every day ish. If you, if you take it to severe and then wait, and going to severe, light and severe, they they have absolutely no impact on your PMC in raid. So like, it's not like you've got diminished right. strength or like less endurance or anything like that. So you just so uh, per day, hypothetically, with the gym, 
assuming you didn't fail the mini game challenge, which we'll talk about a little bit more in a second, you can get 0.9 points each one each day or each one point nine for like each successful rep you can get quite a lot i can't remember how much you can get maybe it's like eight or nine Hmm. so you could get i mean it's like it goes it's like a hundred right like one after your level 10 strength endurance is like a hundred xp points per level so you can get seven or eight maybe if you do them all all correctly and it gets quite hard like the 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 thing comes in you have to click when it's in the hexagon for people and that haven't experienced start, it, yeah. describe the describe the mini game. How's it work? Yeah, so you've got you've got a, a white hexagon that appears mm-hmm. on the screen. So your PMC gets down and like starts to do the to do the workout. You have a white hexagon that appears on the screen, and then there's a, a sort of like white hexagonal line or like a hexagonal. Is it green? I can't remember. There's a hexagonal yes. line that comes in from the outside, and when that is in the sort of white hexagon area, you have to click. And it goes red if you're outside of it and green if you're inside of it. So if you're either too far inside or too far outside, it goes red and it, and it fails that rep. So every time you get it inside, it seems... I'm not sure whether it gets worse. I haven't really figured out yet like how small it gets. But that the sort of white hexagon target area gets smaller mm-hmm. and thinner for each rep, it seems. I'm, I, as I said, I don't know if you fail, it gets smaller faster. Or if you're successful, it gets smaller faster. I'm not, I'm not really sure yet. But it starts off quite big, and it's relatively... Once you've done it a few times, it's relatively easy to get the first couple. But the timing is kind of weird, because it takes longer each time as your PMC gets tired. So you can't click... So you end up clicking too early the first couple of times you get it. Um, but you have to like delay it very slightly on each one, and each one. And then it gets really, really tiny. It's very difficult to get the last couple to work. So I think it'd be... I think it's really unlikely that anybody will get all of those points each time, but you can probably get half of them, I would say. Okay. Um, yeah, I still can't get over that it's a mini game, but it is what it is. I guess my next question would be, is it worth it? Like, in other words, what, like, I just kind of question its value. Like, maybe it's worth early on to do, but like, I'm just seeing a scenario where like, I could spend 15 minutes in my hideout each day, le- you know, leveling strength and getting... I don't know, one one total point. Or no, I guess she would get more than that. Wait, whatever. You you get some points in. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure in a raid you can get like two point two points if you're like if you do the full um you know, running overweight for five minutes or yeah. what or how I can't remember exactly. Yeah. So something like it's around three or something. I, I, I don't remember exactly. Yeah. You you probably know better than me actually, because you were yeah, doing all that strength. I, I can't. Maybe it's 2.8, maybe it's 2.2, maybe it's 3.2. It's, it's, you know, it's not amazing, but it's not, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't my, my feelings about I just it are question twofold. That. Yeah, so my feelings about it are twofold. Firstly, it's very quick. So it only takes you, okay. the, the longest part is probably the fact that you can't spawn in the gym. And like with the other modules, you know, it's a bit like the shooting range. You, you have to click okay. like enter the hideout you and you're in. at the door and you have to run all the way through to the gym open the door and run all the way to the end right that's probably like the longest bit the, the workout itself probably it only takes like 20 seconds maybe so if you do it every day and you're diligent about it and you're doing it well you probably get like two raids worth of experience maybe each time you do it you know if you get like four or five points especially if you're under level 10 yeah. then it's kind of worthwhile the second point right which i think is m- possibly more important 
if you don't do it, you have to suffer those like XP debuffs in the in the hideout, which is they're actually pretty bad. Like right. the, the damaged wall XP debuff is really nasty. I think mine is nine percent or something. Yeah, so it's really awful. So you could just tidy it up to the door, the point at which you have the door, and not right. build the gym because the debuffs are okay. gone at that point. I think that's definitely worth doing. Whether the gym right. is worth spending the money on, I think it's very borderline. Like maybe it will add up over a whole wipe, but you're not going to see anything miraculous immediately. Well, the, I mean. the money I'm not too concerned about. I was more so concerned about the time. Because, like, that's the thing is, like, when you're in Ray, not only are you leveling strength, but you're leveling every other thing tied yeah. to it. Plus, you're, like, moving towards an objective. Like, you're playing the game, essentially. This is, yeah, like, yeah. a mini game. It's a sub game. I just, like, I just kind of worry. It's so quick, though. It's so okay. quick. Like, I I'm not that worried about that. Like, okay. it, it takes, like, it takes, like, 20 seconds, as I said. Like, you know, 10 it's just to do one rep, though. Bench. No, but it's, no, it's, that's the whole thing. It's, it's literally like the circle, the, the hexagon's there, and it's like, you click, you click. Right, but you said you could do it like, click, 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 click. And each one of those clicks that you get right is like 0.9, You get to the end, and then it's like, okay, and then you get mild, and then you, okay, and then you can like do food and water, and then you can go again. So maybe you do two. So maybe overall it maybe takes you like one or two minutes, let's see. Okay, that's like, pretty day. good then, yeah. There's not much. It's really not much. It's definitely worth doing that. Like, if you're going to build the hideout, which you should now, because of what you just said about the leaky wall and stuff. Like, in some ways, I feel like they're like, maybe, did we say his last cast? I don't remember, but it's like, Nikita's like, they want to build the hideout. These freaking streamers, I'll make them build the hideout. <laughs> it's like, debuffs, debuffs, debuffs. Yeah, exactly. It's that. Uh, I can't actually remember where the... Uh, I don't have a screenshot of it now, I don't think. Um, oh, maybe, maybe I've got my own screenshot of it. Anyway, I wanted to find out what those were, those debuffs, because some of them are really bad. It's like food and water. Like, the food and water ones don't really matter. But um, Yeah, I think it's like minus 9% EXP. It's just like, that's, that's kind of dude. annoying. Like, yeah, like that's annoying. Mm -hmm. Or maybe it was like 12%. Mm -hmm. It was pretty annoying. It gets worse and worse. Like you, The fact that you have to play, I mean, it, it's around 10-ish. It's like you have to play 11 raids to get 10 raids worth of XP. Dude, that's, that's, that's quite big. By the time you get to 50 raids, you're like five raids behind. Yeah, this is nasty. Yeah, it's nasty. So I don't know whether the mop it up with the fleece, how much it helps. I know it helped at the beginning. It was like minus five when it first started and you could mop the, mop the floor with the fleece and it went to minus three or something. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, so that like that helped a little bit, but then it, it got really bad. I think it might get worse as you damage it and then it gets better once you fix it. I think is the deal. But yeah, it's it's funny. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah, so I don't know. I guess it's I think it's kind of cool. It gives people a like I think the big thing is the point nine, one through ten. It gives people a way to sort of catch up without having to or like an extra way to gain strength early on, because strength is really important. Yeah, um, like basically, like you know, when when you're working from home and you're in a meeting that you have to be on, but like you don't actually, you're, you're not, your input's not actually required. Yeah. So, you know, you could just sit there and click the button, whatever. Like, <laughs> there's lots of work from home mechanics in Tarkov. <laughs> Maybe that's why they designed it like that because there's all there's been talks of a Tarkov mobile app from BSG, mm. you know, an official one, and it's very like mobile friendly. You know, you tap this, you tap the button, and it does the thing. You know, you do the, you do the thing. It's perfect. Fits right into mobile. Exactly. How, how many people are feeling called out about work from home Tarkov? But um, oh yeah, and there's, it also increases your fuel cost too. 
the defective wall. I forgot about that. Yeah. Your fuel cost goes up as well. So if you start cranking the hideout and you start doing, you know, wires in the workbench and all that stuff, like your fuel's going to start to run out more. And I think it's, it gets quite big as well on that front. I think it gets up to like 20% there too, which again is like no mean feat when you have no solar or anything and you early wipe and you're only running like a couple of modules. You know, it's like in mine, I'm not running, it's not like I'm running everything. It's not like we're running the water filter yet because that's like mechanic three. So you have to be level 30 to make that work. Um, not running the moonshine, you know, I guess scav case is not part of it, but yeah, it's, it's tricky. It's not easy. It's not easy. I guess the other thing on that note is within that space of the gym, there's a lot of other open floor space there for future modules, potentially. Um, treadmill, yeah. just saying, we get a treadmill, level up endurance, same mechanic, press space to jump, you know, I don't know. Like, you got to press QWOP <laughs> to move your arms and legs, otherwise you'll fall <laughs> off and break your leg. I can see the animation now. You just like, I think it shots out by the treadmill. <laughs> uh, yep. So yeah, we'll see. Maybe they'll add some more stuff. I don't really know. But they actually could. They could add other things. They could add things that are targeted the skills, I suppose. Yeah, that was the other thing I was going to mention was the shooting range. Now, I don't know. I think it's maybe the highest level of shooting range, but it gives you like 10% bonus to leveling your skills for your weapons or something like this i don't know yeah i can't remember i'm gonna go in i've, I've got shooting range one and i haven't uh -huh. upgraded it after that because it looks really expensive and it's like not really that necessary i'll go and check it now once the game loads i'll tell you but yeah there's there's now some extra buffs from different modules and yeah that's kind of cool i mean the, the shooting range i've seen the other levels i don't know them in depth but now you have like pop-up moving targets and all sorts of cool things. And then there's like level two and level three, which is pretty awesome. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll build it eventually and it'll be kind of cool. I don't know whether the buff scales as well with the different level modules. I don't, I don't really know. But um, yeah, there's other modules that give buffs too. There's like the, I think in the right. lavatory you get buff to... Poopy. You get the buff to the armor <laughs> repair or something? I can't remember now. Yeah, so bonuses in... So once, uh, maybe it's once you've got the lavatory, then it levels off your skills or something. I'm actually not 100% sure, but um, my, my lavatory now says reduces armor repair cost using repair kits by 9%, for example. Um, let's see the shooting oh. range. The shooting range uh, doesn't, uh, doesn't say anything at the moment. Maybe only the, the top one does. Okay, the, the first one doesn't do anything for it. So maybe, maybe either the second or the third one does something. Yeah, one of the, I think sure. that's the case. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, I haven't quite got there yet. I've been focusing on, on other stuff and uh, piling money into the hideout other, other ways. I've got other, other things to lose my money on <laughs> rather than just the shooting range. But yeah, I do, I do think that there's a, a buff there as well. And what did you think, say it was like a, a buff to leveling skills? The um, Yeah, I think like it's skills, like assault rifle and that yeah, stuff, or like I, maybe mastery. Or... I think it's one of those things. I can't say which one, if it's the mastery or if it's the, uh, you know, weapon skills like assault rifle, sniper, blah, 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 SMG. Um, mm. but something like that. Yeah. yeah, it's cool. Okay, I like stuff like that. Yeah, so it's cool. No, it's good. It is good. We're slowly, we're slowly getting some extra things through the hideout. I think it's, I think it's kind of fun. One um, quick yeah, thing about the hideout, I'll say, mm, mm. is a lot of people are talking about crafts being missing, and from leaks I've seen, or not leaks, but people that have gotten really high up in the quest levels, there's crafts. Like, I think the one I saw was from Trey, I believe. He had the 
cultist hunting quest. You got to turn in knives and whatever else from cultists. I don't even know. But as a reward, you get the ETX G12, basically the, the antidote stem. But it's like as a oh, craft. Right. And it's got like a little like tool and like wrench and screwdriver symbol next to it. It's like that's the recipe. Oh, right. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting I don't know how many indeed. of those actually are. It's good that they're bringing them in. I'm not sure how many there are like that. I, have, I haven't seen any yet, I don't think. The other one that people have talked about is the Ledex. Some people have said they theorize that either it's a quest one or it's they're going to put it in whenever they get rid of the Christmas tree. I don't Maybe. know. Yeah, one of the two. From everything, everything that I've seen so far, the Ledex is like not there. Yeah. From what I've seen, which is kind of kind of crazy because like uh, yeah I'm farming a finding raid ladex is pretty tough and I did it the one time but it kind of requires you to go to shoreline I guess you could go to streets you could use streets of Tarkov to do it I think but yeah ladex is I mean it's, it's pretty rare right it's like, kind of the whole point so you could spend yeah. a long time farming for a ladex and it's required for the thick case so having that that craft in there that you spent an ordinate amount of money on but you knew it would get done after like two days of crafting or whatever was just easy and nice I'm I'm still surprised that they put it in the first place. What? That seems like that's got no the Ledex craft. Oh. Yeah, but I mean like given the uh, state Tarkov's in now, like I'm glad it's there because Ledex is used to not be that like they were rare, but they weren't that rare, like compared to now. Now they're like actually rare, you know. But Yeah. So we'll we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. Or maybe maybe it will get maybe they will change it later and it's just like it's not there presently, but I don't know. Well, I'm what's not, not really sure. I mean, it's kind of. I guess maybe we'll get into it a little bit later. But just as like a preamble, it's interesting because, like, let's say you wanted to build the med station to to do the legs craft. Well, like technically you did that, so it's like step one. Now step two is to do this other quest that unlocks the recipe to do the craft in the med station three that you. And you do that so you can turn in for this other quest. You know, it's like a, it's just a weird kind of progression thing where it's like there's multi different um, steps to do it now at different steps within the progression ladder. You know, it, it used to be very linear. It's like you just walk up the med station crafting, well, somewhat li more linear. You know, you just walk up the med station upgrade tree to three. But now it's like you do that plus you got to do this other quest, presumably, if that's how it works, you know. Yeah, all, all just to avoid finding one in raid. Right, right. <laughs> Which I'll probably avoid at all costs. I mean, I remember farming Shoreline the time that I needed to for it mm -hmm. and did end up finding it. But it was, it, in some ways, it was kind of good. Like it made me go places I wouldn't go otherwise. Like, okay, I have to go to the lead spawns. Fine. So you now I'll find out where they are, where people usually go, and then. See if I can battle my way through Shoreline Resort, which is somewhere that I don't really like. Would be kind of nasty in, in this wipe. But yes, before we move on to that, the, yeah, the only other thing that I wanted to mention about that, yeah. because we were talking about skills before, was these light and heavy, uh, heavy vest skills. Oh, I mean, yeah. I don't know how much you've done. Like, I've got a... Oh, yeah, because not the flea yet. I've got an armor repair kit, and I've got a weapon repair kit. Man, it takes forever. Like, I've been, you know, you repair armor at a relatively decent rate. I'm level one light vest, and I'm level zero heavy vest still. Mm. Like, it takes, an, it takes a really long time. <laughs> and you have to get to level 10 to, to unlock the enchanting table. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that mechanic. Yeah. Oh, I forgot all about that. Dang, that is going to take a really 
long time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is... I said like 10 weapon maintenance or 10 light and heavy armor before you unlock the enhancements that can happen when you repair. And the thing is, like, they get they disappear anyway after the first repair. So it's only useful for one, like, one specific. Uh, what will be what will be interesting is I think is you can't you don't find enough armor in raid is the problem. This is the problem. But it'll be almost interesting to see if you can like go and buy armors with specific buffs from the flea. You know, say you yeah. found like Rishala and his and his gang. One of them's got an arm. Well, they've all got armors on, and so you you destroy them or like shoot them down a bit. You take them out of raid. They're fine in raid. You repair them. You get an enhancement, and then you put them on the flea. So there is actually a mechanism for buying enhanced armors off the flea market. I see. Yeah, because you're just gotta get the price though. Yeah, that's interesting. Dang, that's oh yeah. Because I remember we talked about this, and like it could be a meta. Like you find armor. Let's say you find armor stash, and then you get your teammate quickly shoot my armor, dude. Get it down so I can enchant it and put it on the flea for like millions of rubles. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, it'd be funny. Like in a pair, just like oh, this like it's complete. It's a hundred percent. So. I need you to shoot me once so I can like press repair. Like it doesn't even matter if the max repair, if the max durability decreases a bit, because if I get the minus, you know, ten percent right. damage buff or whatever, then that's like insane. I'm sure they're gonna patch that out some yeah. way somehow. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, repair now cool. removes found in raid status on items. Oh my god. Well. Yeah. I was going to say, I did look at the skills for light and heavy. Because I remember mm. looking at them at patch day, and something was like, I was like, mm, this doesn't look that good. <laughs> like, specifically light armor. So let me pull up the church documents here. Um, the church files. So light... Yeah. yeah, go ahead. There's a bit of a weird buff. Yeah. So... <laughs> Let's, you know what, let's go over a heavy first, because heavy is a little bit more natural, as they say. So heavy, you get, this is what, okay, this is what they said in the patch notes. I'll read what the original patch notes said. So the first one said, reduce movement speed penalty while wearing heavy armor. Okay. Um, For light armor, it said, reduce movement speed penalty while wearing light armor. And I thought to myself, like, hmm, that seems way more beneficial to heavy, because... It's probably going to be a percentage. Even if it's a flat, that would be problematic for light armor. So it's probably going to be a percentage. Heavy armors reduce more movement speed. So that seems really good for heavy vests. Not so great for light vests. Okay. So back to heavy vests. What else does it do? Reduces blunt damage to body parts covered by heavy armor. Okay. That seems pretty good. Reduce wear amount when repairing, uh, when using repair kits. I was like, okay, that seems whatever. All right. So then you go to light armor, reduce melee damage to body parts covered by light armor. I'm like, what? That is such a, like, sub-perk. That's like one of the perks you get for free for taking the other crappy perk. You know what I mean? It's like, this perk was so bad, you're going to get an extra perk as well that you don't want. Yeah. <laughs> I was, okay, whatever. Um, reduce wear amount when using repair kits. Okay. So same thing as the heavy armor. But here's, here's where the numbers really get interesting, because the wiki's got these updated. So for... Heavy armor, the speed penalty reduction at least 25%. For the blunt damage um, reduction for heavy armor at elite is 20%. And then the wear uh, amount when using repair kits is 50% for heavy armors at elites. 
So normally if you repaired it and it went up to 80 um, out of 100, this would bump it up to 90 out of 100 with Elite. Good. Which is pretty good. But here's the actual Elite skills you get for Heavy. You get a chance to deflect a bullet. Yeah, I know. It doesn't say what chance. It just says chance to deflect the bullet. I'm like, okay, that seemed busted. <laughs> Here's another one. Chance to not apply wear during repair, 50%. That's so huge. if that's additive, are you telling me I could repair my broken Zabralo back to max durability? Because you get 50% for the skill and then this extra 50 elite. I assume it's not. It's probably more like 75 or whatever the math works out to. 50 out of 50, I don't know. Yeah, but anyways, that's interesting. You basically get a ricochet chance on your armor. Your armor gets enchanted <laughs> with ricochet chance when you get yeah. to elite. Yeah, that was, that's I was funny. That was like okay, that's giga busted. Um, <laughs> back to light armors. Here's the light armors tree. The the, the details, if you will. Speed penalty while moving while wearing light armor thirty percent at elite. And reminder, heavy was twenty five percent. Okay, reduces melee damage. Body parts, blah, blah, blah. 30% elite. Okay, who cares? It's a joke. Um, reduced wear amount. When he's repair kits, 40% at elite. Whereas heavy was 50%. And then the effects. Here's the like elite skills you get. Body parts covered by light armor are immune to bleeding. So do you want... Okay, <laughs> here's your two options, Giga. Do you want to ricochet a bullet with your heavy armor? Or do you want to... Not get a bleed. It's like, isn't doesn't ricochet bullet effectively not get a bleed as well? Like, I maybe I'm wrong about that, but that's just kind of my gut feeling there, right? So I, and then of course you get chance to not apply wear during repair fifty percent as well. Yeah, those skills seem pretty crap. The, really, like yeah, because not not only those things you got to factor, but then you think about. The percentages, you know, the Zabralo, I looked up, it's 35% penalty reduction, right? With elite skill, that gets reduced down to 26.25, which is like 8.75% reduction, basically. And then I took a, um, oh wait, did I, I actually did the wrong value, didn't, no, I did that right. So then I did um, the light armor one. And I think I did a light, a light vest at 11%, right? And that gets you 7.7%, which is a total of, that was my doorbell, 3%, 3.3% reduction. So it's like, dude, it's so, I feel like the balance between the two, again, if my math's right there, is so heavily skewed on the heavy armor. Like, that's all I'm going to do is just repair heavy armors. I'm going to buy them from fence, buy them and just like use them, repair them. Cause holy crap, dude, it's like so skewed on heavy right now. I think. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. I haven't actually gone through, I mean, I'll do this when, <clears throat> when it's time to actually look at the armor guides. Like I don't think it's quite time yet, but um, when it comes time to look at the armor guides, well, maybe it's, maybe it's time for armors two and three, actually. I've not got it on my list, but maybe I'll look at that. But I haven't gone through and categorized like what is what yet, because it says, on all the armors, what they are. I don't even know if the wiki's updated, actually. But two and three, it should be fine. But it's a bit random, too. Like, what's light, what's heavy? Yeah, so, I wonder how they did, did that. So it's going to matter. I mean, I wonder, now that we're talking about it, and I didn't think about this before, I wonder whether it's worth, like, trying to specialize in one kind of armor so that you're repairing 
one armor so you get to level 10 rather than like splitting it between the two because i might be level two in one of them if i'd only worn one type so i guess you're going to wear light armor more at the beginning and then heavy at the end i would guess but we'll have to see i need to go that's, and see which ones are what because actually that's gonna it's like what armors do you want to run at the end like which armors do you want to run like and with, and what are they like well, which, which grade are they because this is gonna this is this might matter right this might matter because you say well i'm gonna get the slowly get the heavy perks or the light perks and so if i want to specialize in one of these eventually my end armor is going to be the acpc my end armor is eventually going to be the gazelle it's going to be the whatever the gen 4 like mobility uh, so depending on whatever your kind of like target armor is going to be at the end game that's going to kind of determine what you want to use now so that you target that one skill to be able to reap those yeah, rewards good point. Like in the late wipe. And I've not really thought about that until like right now. So I'm going to have a think about that, actually. I'm going to think about that and see yeah. what, what we're going to do. TTSK rig? I bet it's probably a light rig, I would imagine. Yeah, unfortunately, the wiki doesn't have... At least I can't find it. it. Yeah. No, but I... I mean, for me, given that the skills are so skewed towards heavy, it seems, um, I think I want to be using any heavy armor I can throughout the entire wipe. And as mm. you said, you get kind of more access to a lot of heavy armors late wipe. Therefore, like I bet, I bet the Corund is heavy. It's it has to be almost certainly. Almost so certainly. that's probably <laughs> going to be, which is kind of nuts because. Well, see, I don't know if it actually would benefit the Karun that much. Because I think the Karun actually doesn't have a lot of penalties. Oh, it actually does. Minus 18%. I was wrong. I thought it, it, is, it is a heavy armor, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I knew it was like physically heavy, but I didn't realize it was also movement heavy as well. That's pretty good. Yeah. So what is that? That's like, is it 25% reduction? Let's just say it's 25% reduction. Um, I did plus, not multiply that's like 13.5 i mean that's all that's like 3.5 off of off of a slick penalty for movement speed that's pretty good mm. <laughs> we were we were talking about this in stream earlier when i was streaming and um <laughs> i was reading the light armor one about melee stuff i'm like oh my god you guys cultist meta you wear the light armor for cultists for the melee damage reduction it's like, yeah i don't know why or, they... or like <laughs> yeah there's the quest there's a new quest in there where you have to melee a load of gavs yeah but like Sorry, but then but then they're not going to fight back with my knives i was thinking like <laughs> oh what could you even use it for like what's the, what's the point of this melee thing it just hatchet doesn't make protection sense. dude for the hatchet runners out there you now have a better chance of surviving a hatchet ambush don't worry, Church. The game's in beta. They've got plans in the future which will make this relevant, and that's the reason why we don't understand because we just don't I mean, understand the full vision. Tagilla, I'm going to take my five point three percent decreased get effed from Tagilla with my light armor while I get completely owned by his hammer. You know? <laughs> yeah. I don't know, dude. I think I think they ran out. They didn't know what to do, so that was just what they landed on. Probably would be my guess, but yeah. So look, I hope that gets. It probably won't get changed this patch until it gets complained about on Twitter or Reddit a lot. But that's kind of my meta prediction: is we're going to be seeing a lot of heavy armors this wipe. 
but I could be wrong. Probably, probably. Um, as I said, it's, I'm going to have to have a look and see exactly what what's what. Um, you've like sent me off in the background on a a, a wild chase to try um, and find find information now, but um, because now I'm now I'm intrigued because I've I was it I was intrigued and then started to look into it and then nothing was updated and I was like oh I don't know now, but um, anyway. Yeah, so for, for another time, but it's interesting, we'll see. I'm going to have a look at these armors and see. Because I, I imagine something like the Gazelle will be a light, so will the AACPC. That's what I would and think. Then, and then you'll have, yeah. I don't, know, I don't know what's the classification, whether it's just like, whether it was done manually, or whether it's material right. type combined with weight. Because right. I did see Dan Exit put up some rigs where he's just like, well, this is heavier than this one. Um, and this one's light, and this one's like, it was the wrong way around kind of thing. So it's, it's, maybe it's like material-based or something else. Don't really know. Don't really know. Anyway, but what's next? <laughs> I guess the one last thing I'll say it's kind. It's probably gonna be hard to level these, so it may not even factor. May not be a big yeah. deal in reality because what the only way to level it is to repair it. So yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's a non-issue. With the kit as well. You have to repair yeah. it with the kit. You have to have the kits and use the repair. I mean, they still make sense, right? Armor repair kits are like insanely cheap. I think that when I last they've probably gone up, but they were like 150k when I looked before. And I was like talking to chat, just going like, "Yes, this is the uh, the only armor that you don't want to repair with the armor kit. It's the Aramid, you know, the module mm-hmm. 3M." Because I was using it just to do stupid quests on factory. I think I was trying to do Tarkov shooter, and um, I was like, "You don't want to repair this repair kit normally." Did a lot, and I did the did the math, and I was just like, "Oh my god, repair kits are so cheap. You actually should even use them to wow. repair like." The um, module 3M uh, and packer actually like even cheaper than Prapple. Prapple's like 3K and the, the repair kit's like 2K. I was like, wow, they're like, they're so good value. So you just use them for everything. So as soon as you get to fleet, buy one of those, buy a weapon repair kit, start leveling those things up. The weapon repair kit one seems kind of silly. That's got the same deal with the, the whole like level 10 thing. Yeah. Um, well, what do you get think about those? Oh, oh you, you can get a chance. Yeah. <laughs> What's yeah, so yeah, funny yeah. is when reading the patch notes, because me and Aaron were reading the patch notes, I just remember this, is we kept reading it as enchant, but it, it says enhancement, but it's just, like, it's just like... I literally enchant. read it out as enchant in the video I did. Yeah. It's... And then I put a note on the screen, because I was like, <laughs> I only noticed it in post, and I was like, I'm not re-recording that, that's quite funny. Um, but yeah, I think, what do you get? It's like, decreased durability, loss. Or something and like maybe accuracy i don't think there's any recall buffs for weapons it's pretty lackluster but it's quite funny because you like you can repair a weapon as soon as it's damaged but most of the time it decreases the max you go like right. do i want this for the skill points it's like 99.4 out of 100 and you're like hmm so i just want the skill points on this you press like repair and then it's like 97 out of 97 you're like i mean that sucks you know because it decreases the maximum so it goes back to 100 but it's like lower than the minimum previously do you know what i mean but i'm like oh should i just get it for the skill points like it doesn't like if it's 97 it still doesn't matter so maybe i should just press it every single time it's kind of the deal and the only other thing i haven't determined yet because i haven't looked is if a weapon is like 80 out of 100 and you repair it you get more points than one that's 99.9 and you repair it to 100 or is it just the the act of the repair that gives you the points i don't know yet i haven't looked into it something for the future assuming it's the same as weapon repair gets last swipe you I, it didn't matter how much you repaired it was just like right so yeah. i think i think what i'm gonna do when i unlock flea actually i'll probably tell Aaron to do this because this is a good youtube video is just 
spend the day farming rubles and just buy armors off the flea market and armor repair kits and just spend like an hour, however long it takes, leveling up the tent. Then you could do the enchantments and kind of figure out what that does. It yeah, probably wouldn't take that long. I think you, I don't know, man. It's like I've repaired quite a lot of rat rigs now and I'm like halfway through level zero. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, it's, I think it's going to take a while. You're going to need a lot of stash space too. I mean, you can sell them back, but... Yeah, it's going to be tricky. We'll see. What about just going to raid <laughs> and then just have them insured and then just like run into snipers or something and then you've just got this like constant <sighs> insurance churn of armors coming back. Like every day, you've just got like thousands of like rigs and things coming in that are all damaged. I, oh, you just, that like, helps with the stash again. base. Yeah, that helps yeah. with the stash And you don't base. have to buy them again as well. Right. Yeah. Otherwise you're gonna run out of money. So you've just got these rigs coming back and back and back. You run out into the sniper scabs. It could work. That's sounds like because they damage the armor <laughs> and then yeah. I love this podcast. <laughs> what stupid theory crafting? How can you min max it to the nth degree and break the systems PSG have put in place? Exactly. This is it. We're yeah. the real beta testers, you know. We're the stress <laughs> the stress testers. That's the way. That's the way our minds work. Not our fault. We were born like this. <laughs> All right. Interesting stuff. What's next on the list? Oh, I'm I'm torn as to whether we talk about audio now. Actually, should we? Let's talk about audio now. Yeah. Let's talk about audio now because we could talk about the other stuff later. Audio. I'm fine. I find audio quite depressing. So let's let's talk about that first, and then we can move on to some more uplifting topics. Um, so I guess what's the pre- the preamble to the audio thing? Everyone thinks that audio is crap. Everyone thinks Steam audio is better. Maybe Oculus Audio will be better in the future. And I'm talking about the community here. Like, I'm much okay. more balanced about it and much more kind of stoic about the, the whole thing. Um, the important community update being that Veritas released an audio video. Obviously, it's not a, a three-hour magnum opus, but it was the initial testing of the new system. Um, and basically, he put this video out where you had to go through like a series of situations and decide whether you... Could hear the sound from the front, from the back, from above, from below, and all this kind of stuff. Did you take the test, Church? You I did not. You did not take the test? Okay, never mind. Never mind, that's fine. So there were three sections. Section one, I, I wasn't actually sure. Section one confused me. Apparently there were no wrong answers in that bit. And it was, I think he played the same sound. I did watch his um, follow-up <laughs> video. Which is what yeah, you're referencing, so what, right? Yeah, so he played. I, maybe you can correct me because I was confused about section one. He like played the same sound for A and B and got people to guess, and it was the same. So he said, like, is A is is it A? Is it B? Or are they the same? It was kind of the thing. So everyone should have clicked they're the same because they were all the same sound. Mm-hmm. And but some people picked A, some people picked B because they're like either right. going on a gut or just taking a guess. Like I didn't even realize at the beginning because I didn't personally. I didn't realize there was a form. So I just did it myself because I thought he was going to give the answers at the end, oh, like, okay. a, like yeah, a test yeah, yeah, or yeah. something. So right, I wrote it down right. in Notepad. Right. And so I was just picking. Um, and by the time when I was like, oh, there's a form there, like I didn't realize that like no difference was an option. And by the time that I got to the form, I was just like, I, like, I can't be bothered to listen to it again. So I just was like, A, B, B, A, B, B, whatever. So like none of those I put no difference for, even though like I might have if that had been an option listed at the time. Um, I didn't really think about it, but anyway, so sections two and three. I think section two was without with binaural off, section three was with binaural on. I got six out of ten with binaural off, and I got seven out of eleven with binaural on. So, pretty similar. 
And the, the only thing that I would say about this is that it felt really weird on day one, a bit like inertia, right? Mm-hmm. But really weird on day one, like unusable. And after playing however much I've played, it's level 24 or whatever, it's not, it's still not perfect, but I've definitely gotten used to it to some extent. Like it's better than it was. And I think that one of the issues with the testing is... Now when you say it's better than it was, you mean better than day one? It's better than day one for me. Okay. And I think that's just a getting used to the new sounds kind of thing. So, And I think part of the issue with doing that, that kind of testing is that you don't control for the people who are still getting used to it over Steam audio factor. It's hard to know if over time, say if you did it in a month, would people's results be better? Maybe they'd. Maybe it would be better. I, mean, I don't actually know. So as we said before, it's a combination of like us getting used to the system plus the system is buggy and doesn't work that well. And how much is in one camp and how much is in the other camp? I'm not really sure. Um, somebody actually gave a really interesting idea, which inadvertently gave me an interesting idea, which was like you almost need to take a group of players who play FPS, like people who play like Warzone, for example, and then test them on Steam Audio and then test them on Oculus Audio, in theory, and be like, which is the, which did that, like as a completely independent third party that's used to listening to that kind of thing, which system gave the better information? Because we're all used to Steam Audio, so it seems kind of unfair um, yeah. to test it immediately against Oculus Audio. There's definitely some issues, for sure, with the system. But um, the conclusion the Veritas came to is that that has, the binaural audio is not doing anything mm-hmm. and that it needs to be implemented. I think is the, the idea that he's, that he's coming across with. Whether that's true or not, I don't know. It's using up a lot of CPU. A lot of people have turned it off. I can't have it on. I thought I could have it on, but I can't have it on. It turns out um, it tanks my streets frames to like half. So. Oh, how long have you been playing with it off? Ages now. Is there maybe uh, like day two or something? Did you so notice, I've had it binaural uh, off since okay. day two. Yeah, I couldn't, I just that's couldn't play probably... streets with it. But you probably couldn't really, in your own words, you probably couldn't notice a difference. Like you didn't have enough time with the first, with it yeah, on it, to really give it a fair shake, I guess. Is what yeah, I'm I had to say. it. I had it on. Then I had it off because I saw people having performance issues. Yeah. Then I had a terrible fight in the bus station on Shoreline inside the building where the dude sounded like he was in front of me, but he was actually behind me, and we died to it. And chat was like, oh, you've got binaural off. Like, you really need to have it on because it really helps with front back specifically. And I was like, okay. So I turned it back on, played with it for a bit, not really sure whether it was any better or not. And then it tanked my streets frames and then I turned it off again. That's kind of the process that I went through. So I've had it off ever since. So I've probably been playing with it off for like four days. Okay. So do you think Veritas is correct? But you don't know. I, don't, I just don't know. Yeah. I think that's the issue. I just, I just don't know. It seems to be right based on the test results. Like you would expect if binaural audio was doing like a load of stuff, if it was adding like all the things that we've talked right. about before, like HRTF and the directional positioning and blah, 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 you would hope that people would be getting better, as much be. better results. Because the Steam results the were mm. really good. Like there wasn't yeah. like any margin of error stuff. Like it was pretty clear that yeah. it was much better yeah so, and um and on the steam audio ones 
it does feel like markedly better when you listen yeah. to those clips because you can just you can just tell that it's front and back you just know so maybe it needs to be tweaked I, i'm not really sure yet it's, it's um it's, it's complicated it's complicated I don't, I don't know at the moment i don't know what it's doing but i mean it's doing a lot of something right it's just <laughs> not anything beneficial Maybe not anything efficient, or maybe it's not working the right way, or or something. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't the know. only thing I can say from my experience on like my I've only, mind you, I've only played one raid with it on, um, and I played on streets, which you know streets is in that list that BSG put out that has the audio set up how they want it, which I think is how. What they're saying is the occlusion zones are there, <laughs> essentially. Mm. Um, but I felt like I had a hard time with front and back. And as you know, before Steam Audio came into the game, that was always the issue is you can never tell front and back up or down, right? Yeah, you had to turn your head, right? Um, granted, like I said, I played one raid on streets. Um, it, it also, it kind of like how it sound, which makes sense when you think about it, is it sounded like they were inside of me. Like basically the mix was perfectly a hundred percent right speaker, a hundred percent left speaker. So they're like centered, but like that doesn't necessarily mean they're in front. Like that could also mean they're behind me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, if they're running and it's loud, it's like, I don't know. Like you get you second guess yourself. You're like, oh, are they behind me? Like it's really it's really really confusing. Mm-hmm. Plus, I'm playing yeah. on a new map, so I don't have like map knowledge to go off of. Like if I hear factory, if I'm on factory and I hear like you know wood, it's like oh he's in the office or whatever. You know what I mean? Regardless of most of the times, regardless if it's like if I'm confused, if it's front or back, if I just have that cue, I just kind of know instinctively, right? Yeah. So I say I say like your experience on shoreline like shoreline woods interchange are like really bad man because you don't have any occlusion zones and the audio is just full blast both speakers so like you like you may be getting a cue like he's running on concrete but you can't tell left or right and it's just like it's really bad and i have you have you played dorms yet have you been in the dorms Still, I've only like, every time I've been in dorms, no one's been in there. No one's so been in there. I've not actually played yeah. with other people. No, like okay. it's crazy. I've just been in there grabbing quest items and leaving. I've not actually fought anybody in there yet. It's it's pretty wild. I mean, they I think they actually did a really good job with the occlusion zones. I don't know if it's like great because here's the thing: it actually you can actually tell where people are. Like more or less, I I still think vertical is a little challenging because I'm not sure how the occlusion zones work exactly like there's still a little bit of learning to do but like you can hear people running up excuse me metal stairs opening doors previously you couldn't hear them until they were on that floor like they were right at the door yeah and you can even hear them if you're on the very top floor and they're running out on the grass underneath you you can hear them it's not like it might be slightly muffled but it's nothing like it used to be so it's actually, and that's why I say I don't know if it's like how they want it to be because it's kind of unrealistic that you could hear, you know, someone 
basically clear as day walking outside uh, when you're on the third floor. I don't know, but I like it <laughs> because it just like it just helps makes the um, experience kind of better. It's like I can actually hear them. You know what I mean? I don't know. But anyways, I say out to say I think. To get a really good test, because I didn't really watch Feritas' first video. I didn't at all, but I watched the second one. And I was just kind of concerned with some of the testing. It's like the... Like, I just feel like you need to do a flat plane, left or right, are probably, like, the best, like, um, X and Y axes is probably, like, the best test. I think if you try testing Z too much, like, up and down, vertical, you start potentially running into occlusion zone issues, where it's, like... Um, it's occluding the sound, Maybe. so it's like dampening it. So like that could, you know, in other words, it's gonna automatically tell them that, or it will give them some information that I don't that I believe is not linked to HRTF. That's just the occlusion zones. It's separate from Possible. HRTF. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know. I I'm kind of in agreement that it does nothing, but. It could possibly do something. I, I, I do feel like there needs to be a little bit more testing involved to really get a solid answer. But I, it wouldn't surprise me if it's completely bored, seeing as it's tanking people's frames. Like, yeah, the logs are yeah, probably exactly. just like error HRTF, AR HRTF. It's just like that copy pasted a million times, and the CPU's handling is like, oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, because there's reports of this like uh, memory leak as well that's going yeah. on. I'm, I'm not actually sure if that's related or if that's unrelated, but it does seem like everyone should really restart their game about every th third or fourth raid at the very latest, because otherwise things are going to slow up and start to chug a bit. And presumably that will be fixed, but it's 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 very strange. I mean, I have high hopes for this system, honestly. Like, there's certain elements to it that sound really good, and certain pieces sound decent, but um. I mean, just like the number of times that people have come into my chat and been like, Shoreline's audio is really bad and the reserve audio is really bad. I'm just like, well, they said specifically that they're not done. So like, yeah. I'm not really surprised, Dude. honestly. That they... <laughs> you played Interchange? I was surprised when you said you played Interchange. I mean, I understand you did it for, you know, stream reasons, but holy heck, dude, I played one Interchange to get a lunchbox and I've never played so like... I hate to use this word ratty in my life because it's just like literally I'm in the garage and I can't tell if the dude's running at me or above me and it's just constant footsteps and it's it's a freaking nightmare dude freaking nightmare I don't know whether this is just me and my interchange experience but I feel like it's like nothing's really changed like I'm running around <laughs> interchange and I'm just like someone yeah. could be next to me or they're not and I'm like in the in the car park and I'm just like, okay, well, this is, feels like it used to be, right? Like I used to be in Ollie and I'm like, mm -hmm. there's all these shots and I'm like, oh, well, that's in the car park then I guess because I can't see it. You know, it's like that used to happen on Steam Audio for me. Like I never used to know where people were on Interchange before. So I was playing Interchange just like, actually, this kind of feels all right to me because I'm, I'm so used <laughs> to it. Enough, yeah. and the expectation is like 100% scuff at all, at all times. <laughs> Um, and it was actually okay. Like, I, did, I actually didn't really have many audio issues at all, honestly, when I played Interchange. It was funny. <laughs> Must be nice to be <laughs> ignorant or oblivious. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I never gave it enough time to actually get used to the Interchange yeah, audio. So I'm just like, ah, it just feels just as bad as normal. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, just to, just to tell that story very quickly before mm-hmm. before we move on. Like, I was talking to church before, and I was saying about how I've been having some internet issues. They seem to have cleared up now, but like obviously they'd be over the you know the drops period and stuff. Like I had I had a a drop in my internet at three a.m. and it was just like really bad. I don't know what happened, but my upload speed just went to like complete crap. And any time that my my upload speed drops below like the streaming speed, Twitch mm. the Twitch. Like the Twitch stream just saturates the band, and uh, the, my ping on Tarkov shoots up into the sky, and I get kicked. Right, and that was basically what happened. So I had to like drop the the bitrate down like to really, really, really low level because like, I also didn't want to have all the people like get kicked out, right? So yeah, I was like, well, I can't. Right. The people were just like, oh, just turn the stream off and then extract from the raid. And I was just like, I can't do that, man, because it's like loads of people at AFK. Yeah. Like wave drops. It's like I can't. I just can't. Like I'd I'd rather lose the gear and sit in the stash for however long. Um, but it was like it was kicking me out of the stream even at one point. So I, I turned the bitrate down like super low, and I was like, okay, well, basically now all I can do is play factory and interchange. Like, not a tree can be in sight, otherwise the whole screen's just gonna go like four by three, like you know, twelve pixels or whatever. It's like gonna be really, really terrible. Um, so that's basically why I ended up I ended up playing loads of interchange. It kind of came at the right time because I just unlocked Ragman, and oh, so I was nice. like, okay, let's do this. So I actually did like Blood of War and like a load of other random like quests and things from him, yeah. which is kind of cool. And I like, went through. I do. I do feel a lot more confident on interchange. I just like going around, like looting some of the stores. You know, after we talked about like different loot runs, some of the tech stores, whatever. And like, I was in there. Like, I one one raid. I actually managed to like. I killed some guy with the uh, the AK seventy four with like PP rounds. The old the old classic pew pew pew. Got him. Picked up his scar. Another dude came in. Just like gave him the jump scare of his life. Like, <laughs> got him with the scar because the guy had like his five five A one that came out of his quest and a bit of five six in there. Killed him. Took his shotgun. Like, got out of the raid. I was like, man, it feels great to actually be winning in interchange for once. This is crazy. Like, two wipes worth of dedicated sort of um, practice. That last time I, the two wipes ago, tried to do long line, got halfway through and just like couldn't do it anymore. The last wipe did actually finish long line, and then this wipe, like, I'm, I'm killing people in the mall. Like, look at this. It's working. Like, it works. If you practice, it does actually work. But anyway, that's why I ended up playing so much Interchange, because uh, it's so much easier to on the encoder to stream in, inside. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, it was, it was honestly not that bad. Like, it was, it was fine. It was actually fine. Um, I think the, the, most, so the two most egregious audio um, situations that I've had, one, that was on Shoreline. That was the one where I had the thing off, and I just could not tell which direction he was coming from, and he was behind me and killed me. The other one was in, I was actually in factory of all places because factory should be finished. And I was in the office corridor and maybe it's, I need to get used to it. But the guy sounded like he was on my level for sure. He sounded like he was on the top level and he like sprinted down the corridor. So it sounded, I think maybe he was on the like the ground floor or something. I don't know. And I burst out the office corridor and pre-fired and there was no one there. And I was like, oh, that's really random and a little bit embarrassing. Um, <laughs> Um, and that was the two that was the two like really egregious moments but I was like I could have sworn the guy was outside my room like I had the door open and everything because that's my usual tactic right I stand on the safe side Uh of the office I keep the two doors open and then um, as I hear someone running down the corridor from the left I just just, there's just no there's no way for them to go and they just get bursted in the corridor as they're running there's like literally nothing they can do it's a right hand for me as well like it's it's, honestly (laughs) it's brutal it's just such a brutal spot and that's one of my favourite things and yeah, they popped out and there was no one there. I was like, oh dear. Um, so those are the two worst ones that I've had. So one on one on an, un, an unoptimized map and one on an optimized map. I don't, I don't know. I think there is some learning to do because I think it saw in a Veritas clip. Or yeah, I think it was this clip. You're 
they like even added I'd have to like we'd have to like test it, but it looks like the office itself has an occlusion zone for people outside of the room. Like they sound muffled, even though they're mm. on the same floor, whereas previously it used to not be like that. Which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean there's there are certainly some areas where and I think I said this last time. I noticed it straight away on streets. There's like shooting far away and there's a building in the way it'll be muffled. And then you go into like, a, there's an open archway that right. suddenly becomes unmuffled and stuff like that. And that works quite well at a distance. But I think at close range in sort of tight areas with lots of occlusions, I think can get a bit confusing. So and I, we'll see. And I think he even opened the door and then it just sounded naturally. So there's like, I don't know exactly what's handling that if that was like handmade by bsg or if that's a part of the oculus um audio because there is talks of you know sounds bouncing off surfaces and, and distance and whatnot but it's interesting nonetheless um yeah is that it for audio i think so i think so i mean it's just a, a wait and see we'll see what happens we'll see if bsg put more updates out about it i'm sure they'll make some tweaks at some point and uh, yeah, we just got to keep just keep trying to get used to it and play with it. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see if people get used to it eventually. Um, and there's a lot of there's a lot of crying on Twitter and stuff at the moment about it. But I mean, like you know, Christ Almighty, it's like eight days in. You know, give it give it give it a shot. Like I, this yeah, point last, we... at this point a year ago with twelve twelve, people were like, you know, she's completely unplayable. I feel like I'm sailing a boat. You know, all this stuff. And um, <laughs> like everyone felt like motion sick and stuff playing the game. Yeah. And then we all got used to it, and then it was fine. You know. It, and then, After they and, then people were like, and then they were like yeah and then they were like oh and it's, right. it's still too much sure it's too much but people could play with it it's like we don't really like it and then they turned it down a bit for 12 to 30 and then <laughs> i was like okay this is in a good spot now so everyone like, found the exploits too or not the exploits but yeah the inertia hacks that made Mechanics. it a lot more yeah. bearable bearable yeah sure so we'll see what about the the audio the audio hacks you know, to make it more bearable well, I mean, it's funny because it's almost like going back to like a really shitty time in Tarkov where there was no Steam Audio, the occlusion zones were non-existent. Like you, you can imagine like a very scuffed, you know, first time developer of a game and it's just like you can hear people through walls clear plain as day. Um, like it's really weird playing woods because you hear people like through the hills. You know what I mean? Like you're actually pretty close together. Um if you like fly through the hills, like you draw a direct line to you and your target. But in reality, you're not that close because you got to go all the way up the hill and come all the way down the hill. You know, it's like, it's actually like a long distance you're traveling, but you're actually so close to each other. Like it's very weird because like wood shoreline interchange and what labs, what's the other one? Or is that it? Well, the, the optimized maps, the unoptimized maps, wood shoreline interchange, lighthouse um like take advantage of it if you can but you can literally hear everyone <laughs> next to you through objects it's just yeah use that use that free look official church 1x1 advice turn off binaural and free look turn your head around rapidly to figure out where they are i don't know speaking yeah. of free look the perfect segue <laughs> I love it. I was thinking if you if you, if you hadn't done it, I was going to do yeah, it. Yeah, I know. Just me. I had it planned. <laughs> um, free look. There's a bug with free look. Well, okay. Let's start with the good news. I guess it's both good news, depending on your perspective. They add, they added 
they did the thing they should have done in the first place. So I'm going to be a little salty here, but <laughs> they put free look back in when you're ADS. Cause some time ago they removed it. I think it's because we'll give you some lore here. They saw a two lure pestilia video of them like scoping in and then looking up because you get the zoom in effect, but you're not looking at the scope. So you can like zoom in at a distance, basically realism, immersion, re. And so BSG took that out. Now you couldn't free lick while zooming in. And it was really frustrating for a lot of us because we were free looking while ADS and we wanted to like turn our heads to either like check a corner while like not on the ADSing to like not make a sound or we wanted just to free look to get, you know, better sound, localization, whatever. So that was kind of annoying, but they added it back in and now they did like kind of a cool compromise where when you ADS and you free look while ADS, it unzooms you, but you're still ADSed. You're just not zoomed in, if that makes any sense. Um, and you can free look like normally, which is great because that's kind of like, that's like kind of everything that I didn't really need the zoom in part. You know, it really wasn't, Something I use that much. I think I might have like used it a little bit, but it wasn't like, yeah, that get that out of the game. Great. So they did a, I think they did a cool little compromise. However, there is a cool thing, if you will, that Clean found. Um, Giga, why don't you tell them what it is? Yeah. So I don't know. Like most of you will probably, anybody who uses Free Look relatively frequently will probably have found out the method of doing this by accident themselves. So it depends on what button you have it on. It depends on whether you're like a, a you know meta chat if you've got it on middle click. Because I actually changed my my free look to middle mouse to try and get it to work, and I I couldn't actually make it work there. But I I have my I, I haven't like you know slaved myself to the meta free looking doors <laughs> and jumping across. So I still have I still have my free look on alt, um, which is like the old. It's like the really old PUBG. like and PUBG free yeah, look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still have it there because just forever, and I just like I just never could be bothered to do the whole like jump free looking across things because the reason why it doesn't like the jump free looking stuff doesn't really work with alt because you have to lift your hand off of because you yeah, your thumb well no not even that because like i can well i can do i could do jump and then alt look like there's no problem with that but if you oh, okay, so yeah. much as move like if you move sideways if you strafe or anything and you let go of alt before you let go of the strafe keys you get stuck like you know it's like your mother always tells you like you know don't don't, don't do that because it's going to get stuck like that like that's exactly what happens. So you let you let go of Alt, and then you're just like stuck looking sideways, and you have to like hold down Alt again and like move your mouse to to like get it to like unalt because you've got another movement key held down. Oh, um, that's probably because <clears throat> Alt is a modifier key related to correct. Ah, uh, I see exactly, and so that takes over. So the unalt for free look never occurs. It's it's it's, it's probably just like it it shouldn't really happen like that, right? It doesn't happen right. like that in any other game. Um, it's just because Tarkov's control system is slightly complicated and implemented probably in a slightly unsatisfactory way mm -hmm. it's just like many things right right but, um so you can get stuck like that really easily so you, you can you can strafe you can um you can like, move your head side to side you can you know, do like the slow lean whatever like anything like that where you've got alt held down gets you locked into that like whatever position you put it in but you we can use this to our advantage this is what clean found specifically you can use this to your advantage so you can ads you can then um like there's there's a little bit of like springiness in it so if you alt a bit to the sides it doesn't it doesn't break it straight away the zoom mm -hmm. but as soon as you alt too far like alt free look too far away it then pulls you back to your default field of view um and undoes the zoom basically but what you can do is you can then recenter your screen back to the middle 
And then you can press any of those modifier keys, whatever whatever your setup is, any of those modifier keys that then like lock your your um your free look in place, but it locks it in the center. And the interesting thing about that is that you're looking directly down your scope. And so you're now looking down the optic, but without having the FOV decrease and the implicit zoom that comes with that. And once you've once you've got it locked there, you can actually take ADS away, put ADS back up, you can sprint, you can bring the gun back up again in ADS, and the zoom never comes back. You can be yeah. using red dots, like in your default field of view. Same thing with the scopes. You can use a voodoo, and, and it, I mean, admittedly, it makes the scope quite small on the screen, but some people really like it, right? And you can, you yeah. can zoom in, zoom out, and there's some people get really weirded out by like when, especially at close range, when you scope in, when you ADS in, you get that zoom and an implied sensitivity change and stuff. So it depends on how your settings are set up. Some people much prefer it just to be their natural ADS. And it's cool. it kind of makes more sense too for immersion because your eyes are there and then, right. and then the weapon comes up and it's just, just the, the optic just comes straight over your view and that's right. it. I personally don't prefer it, but apparently mm. some other games do have this in as a feature. And I don't think it's really like an advantage. It's just more of like a personal preference because arguably the target is actually smaller, right? You're losing the zoom feature, yeah. which is the unrealistic thing. And you're basically getting rid of that. So you get more peripheral vision because you still have a, a wider field of view um, and your scope is smaller. So for me, it may, maybe it's because I play in 1080, but like the, everything's just too small for me. I just don't like it. So I'd rather have the zoom there, but some people do like it. And I had a little play around with them. Like, oh, it's kind of interesting. It's kind of fun. So you can do that. And the only issue is that you're never allowed to free look ever again. Because if, if you do, right. then... That's the fix, right? Free look again is the fix to that locking thing. Um, and that breaks it and that puts it back to normal. Um, but it's easy to put back on. I use slowly in for mine. So I just like I ADS and then I slowly in slightly to the left and then slowly and slightly back to the right, puts me back in the middle. And then I'm just in the unzoomed, unzoomed position for evermore until I hold alt again for some reason. So it's kind of cool. I think it's cool. Um, but Clean's gone about it the right way and he's actually, you know, he's got the BSG connections and he's just gone to them and said, look, this thing is possible. It's basically a glitch but it's a really cool feature could we have this in as an actual feature that you check you know fov change when ads or, or you know, can we have that in as an actual thing um so that if people prefer it they can have it there and then also be able to use free look as well which i think is a good way of going about it honestly i think it's a good thing yeah i think it's cool i think they should uh they should uh, i i i tried it just briefly and that I, I think i'm kind of with you in that i like the zoom um yeah. So, I mean, I might be the other part is like it's kind of annoying to like do and as you said you can't free look again, which I like free looking, so it's like it's a little too much complicate like, you know, um annoying for me to like really give it a proper go, but if it was a setting, I would probably try as a setting. Like I could see me doing it on like you know, one-time scopes, EOTex, red dots, thing like that. I could probably like see me using it and being okay with it, but like I tried on like a PSO scope, and I was just like, Ugh, I don't, I don't like this. Yeah, I'm not sure if that would be good or not. Um, yeah, yeah. There's a, someone in chat that you made a good point, so I'll address this as well. So far from the testing that I did, I didn't do extensive testing. Um, but from what I've checked so far, the way that the gun handles and the recoil inside the scope looks identical to me from what I tested whether you've got it zoomed in or not, as far as I can tell. Mm. The scope is smaller on the screen. So right. your viewpoint should jump less by measured distance on the target 
but only by virtue of the fact that the target is like a third of you know a third of the size that it was before. It's a little bit like having seventy five FOV versus sixty FOV normally. Your perceived recoil at seventy five FOV is less, but that's because your target is like you know two thirds of the size. Right. So it's a bit of a fudge because the target yeah. hit in the first place because there's less pixels of them. So I don't know. Like it, it didn't look any different. It's not like the gun jumped any higher. The visual recoil looked the same. Um, on a relative basis, it's just everything was just smaller. And that was that seemed it to be it to me. I've done extensive testing. It was a scuffed M4 that I got off some <laughs> dude, so it had about 70 recoil. So I was like, well, this is probably good enough. We had a 60 rounder in it and we just blasted a few shots. Seemed seemed okay. It didn't look like the, the eye relief was any different either. Yeah. I guess like <sighs> Which was surprising to me. I was kind of surprised the eye relief didn't change. Yeah, like I kind of expected it too. I think like, yeah, I think I think like well, but practically it shouldn't. Technically, I think it might have. Like, I wasn't sure whether it would or not, because the whole eye relief thing is based around... FOV, not zoom. It's the, yeah, it's a lot of it's about FOV and head position. Um, after speaking to Spectator 6 and then looking into it myself as well, I was because I looked at the AKMP rear sight stuff, which was kind of where I ended up taking that, inf- that knowledge from Spectator and like extending it a bit further to actually come to some conclusions there. Because the way that it's normally done in in games, so I didn't I didn't realize before until I'd looked into it, was the the FOV gets decreased, which increases the zoom, um, and then the head position is then adjusted, which is why then you get different um, different levels of kind of eye relief and stuff on different scopes and, and things like that. But yeah, it, I was kind of surprised that it looked the same with a different FOV, but maybe it's just because the head position is adjusted accordingly. I, I, I'm not hundred percent sure. But it looked the same. But it, like the picture looked the same. Like if you took the two pictures, like, that would be a good test. Actually, you could take the two pictures and you could blow up the picture of the middle one, and then you could compare them side by side. I haven't done that. Maybe it looks different if you do that. I don't know. Maybe you could also, and then also change FOV, because like I think what it is, I think it's the eye release tied to the FOV. Um, it's almost like your eyeballs widening or. Thinning, thinning. Um, I guess it's like one way to think about it. That would that be interesting if you like put your fo like you use the um, what's it called? What's the really crappy scope? The four times people like it though with the circle and then the plus sign in the middle. It's not the voodoo; it's the other one. That's like it's a one to four. I think you can trade two vodkas for it. No. It's got, it's got a ring, and then there's, like, a crosshair. Oh, no. Oh, the Tac 30. Yeah, Tac 30. Thank you, person in chat, whoever said that. <laughs> Give him a clap. Um, I'll maybe try that one. Yeah, because that one has really bad eye relief, right? So you get the mm. FOV that has, like, the worst eye relief and the worst, like, scope combo, and then you, you do the freely thing and see if the eye reliefs look the same. That'd be interesting. That'd be interesting. Yeah, it's worth a look. Definitely worth a look. I think it's a cool thing, though. Yeah. I think it's a cool thing um, for people who like it. Like, it's just, there's something about I'm not sure. Like, I don't know. Maybe I just don't like it because it's different, and I don't like change. I'm resistant to change. I don't, I don't know. It's kind of cool using red dots, like literally the same field of view that you normally it's have. Kind of cool. It is kind of cool. I, I'd, I'd almost want it for dots and not for big scope. Exactly. That's exactly what I would do, probably. That's sort of my gut feeling about it. Yeah. Um, 
Now, if you could, if you could move scopes back, like if I Mm. could adjust the scope position, like basically keep my head the same, you know, do the little bug thing, keep my head zoomed out, and then move the scope further back, (laughs) then that would be great because then you could have like the field of view, you know, not not be zoomed in, and then have the scope move back, so the scope itself, like the the optic, would be bigger. So like, yeah, that would be great. Yeah, you just reminded me of something because we were just talking about the the um, free look key. I was I was struggling with the key bind actually because I was like oh, I've been meaning forever to put it on middle click, but the the problem that I have is middle click can't be used for anything else at all if you put free look on middle mouse, and I don't know why. I think maybe it's because it's a very special function. But what I was hoping to be able to do was to have press and hold. I think you put it as continuous normally in the Tarkov controls. Press and hold to be free look. And then that's kind of that. And then separately, you'd have like on release something else. Um, but then uh, doesn't happen if you free look. Right. That's kind of what I wanted because I want to be able to click it to do one thing hold it down to do something else. But you literally can't do that. Like, it unbinds the other one. Mm. If you put something either on press, release, continuous, whatever, like, it unbinds it when you bind free look to the mouse, which is really annoying because I have, like, a change scope magnification as middle click because, again, it's, like, all the old, like, throwback uh, throwback keys. And I'm like, I was thinking about it, and I was just like, God, there's, like, not another key that I want to put it on. Like, all four of my mouse buttons are on things that are sort of semi-important. I guess I could have them on. There's one There's one that's, like, not that bad. I've got discard on there, which, like, I could move but then i'm gonna put it on the keyboard somewhere and i'm like i don't want to modify a key for like change scope of magnification because that sucks so i was like oh god so i just have, i've ended up just like leaving it as is because i just can't I'm like, oh my god i just can't think of a better control set to have that's not going to just completely gimp me in a fight when i'm just like i just need to change the zoom and i'm on a 6x in a voodoo and someone's pushing me and there's like faffing <laughs> about with like control and alt you know right click plus have to press the power button and oh god um I don't know. It's just it's annoying that it just it dominates that entire key. It's like if you want free look there, you're not having anything else on it at all. Nothing yeah. else can can be on this key in any form. Like it's extremely annoying. But I don't know because I want I want them all on my mouse. But yeah, it's what it is. Still have to think about it. Go back to the drawing board. Maybe someone could give me a good idea in chat of a good key to put it on. I don't know. I don't know. Do you have side buttons on your mouse? I do. I've got like you know. Are they I've used for like anything? Change, it's, it's like change fire mode, hold breath, discard, and tactical device. Those are my four. Um, I mean, the discard is not like used in the yeah. moment. Sometimes, sometimes you need to real quick, you know, do do a bit of <laughs> bit of looting, you know. You could put it on a keyboard. You key. have to go like you go like in like you know you do them some insurance fraud. You just like run up to the guy and you just like discard the helmet, like alt click, alt click, alt click. All the it's just like it, sometimes it's important though. You could put it on a key, keyboard key. This card. Yeah. Could, but... <laughs> I know, change. <laughs> what am I going to put it on? Right? I don't even know what I'm going to put it on. Like, I have like my own Z. Z. That could work. Do you have anything on I Z? Don't, I, have, I have Z unbound because I, I hate Z. Like, my, my hand position makes it really hard for me to press it. So, I mean, it could work because I'll be doing something very specific. I won't be moving because I'll be the inventory. Right, right. Oh, except for throw bag. This is the only other place I have. I've got a double press for throw bag. 
what you what you really should this is my what i recommend is having a universal key whether it's alt or control but that's your modifier key and then you basically like double your key binds so you know z could be discard and then control z can be discard backpack essentially like that's how i have mine or yeah. maybe it's alt z or i think it's mouse four actually as opposed to double press yeah i don't like double press i mean you you, you can get away with it but that's just like it's what if you accidentally double press when you meant the single press and a panic it's got a delay like it's just like i don't know it's not the delay's annoying hmm? the, the delay is annoying agree yeah it's just not ideal don't say get a get foot pedals and then chat saying get a steering wheel (laughs) honestly like i gotta do like a hard like hard lock to the right to discard (laughs) like an item (laughs) it just it's like off to the side you're like time to discard (laughs) yeah discard again (laughs) discard is space plus left click that's kind of genius i'm not gonna lie because you can't jump while you're in the story Base plus left click is actually kind of cool. That's actually not bad. Hmm. And then I could have, then I could have middle mouse on here, and then I could have change scope magnification where my discard is or my mouse. Hmm. Hmm. See, I knew someone would have a good idea. I knew someone would have a good idea. Interesting. Interesting. All right. Really quick, because uh, we only got a few couple minutes here left. We're gonna close it out. So, couple of crazy weird changes um gunsmith gives you was it gunsmith six gives you rubber butt pad yes for the ak which is like like i think airwings level 30 and he just did gunsmith six or seven i think you have a six and i was just like yeah. huh like i've just done gunsmith five gunsmith five is on a timer so you can't do gunsmith six until for a day one of those timed quests there's like four of them okay and so i've done it and mechanics like there's no more orders for today come back tomorrow you have to wait 24 hours before you do gunsmith six so I'm, i need to wait for that and then i can finally do it and i'm level 24 i'll finally be able to do it and then buy the rubber butt pad but it's kind of like it's an it's a effective like nerf for all the ak's early basically i've well, been looking at this for something else i'm going to make a video about this and have this in particular in particular but it's um it's a seven recall point nerf for all the 545s and a nine recall point nerf for all the 760s so it's a de facto pretty... early game nerf to all of the AK assault rifles. Yeah, which means there's a huge importance on flying through the gunsmiths, but you can't fly through them because they got time. <laughs> and they're all like ridiculous like blockages, you know? It's yeah. like Airwing's always going on about the um about the the barters, right? Like, dude, I could not buy, I literally could not buy the MOE handguard for Gunsmith 5. Could not I could not get it. I've been I've waited for the mechanic timer like three or four times and I'm normally not one to like lose out on the, the reset normally pretty good with that the mp5 one is actually okay now you can get the, the 50 round drum like no problem that bastard I don't know how many are actually sold but it's like like I didn't even see it available it was literally just like and I ended up buying one for 100k off the fleet I just refreshed the fleet until one appeared and I bought it because yeah, I was like I, I have you. one on a, I have 1.5 million like I'm not spending anything on the hideout until mechanic three, which is like six levels away. So, like the hundred k now, I'm not really that bothered. Like it's fine. I'll just I'll just pay for it. So I just literally was just like refresh, 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 refresh. And the first I fi- I missed the first one as well. It came up for hundred k. Um, and I was like, God damn it! And like, yeah, I wasn't really paying attention. And I was just like, Oh, there's one. And, it's like, and someone bought it already. God, they like, refresh, refresh, refresh. Finally bought it. I was just like, God, it's like makes it so much so much easier. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah so there's that it's weird and though then, yeah i mean even the ak100 handguard is locked behind gunsmith 2 yeah which like okay gunsmith 2 that's like kind of early because is so like this is the other question i have the handguard butt pad are they still on the same traders as previous wipe yes so that means butt pads on proper two, which you can get yeah. like level fifteen. But like, yeah. you're twenty four. Airwing was like around thirty, or maybe he was. Maybe I'm remembering a different one. Doesn't matter. It's like you're so much more higher level getting this early game item. That's like a really good item. I mean, the butt pad, for example, I think it's like five hundred rubles, and it gives you five recoil, one ergo. Like it's it's an amazing item. Um, it is amazing. So That's like, probably why they did it. Yeah, but it's like, why do they do it like this? Though, why not just like make the butt pad more expensive? Why not lower the stats it gives? Like, why is it? It just feels like you go up the ladder progression to then unlock a rung at the very bottom. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's just kind of weird. Unless you're replacing stocks completely, which like maybe you would at this point. I don't know. Like I, I would still be running the value one because it's just ergo most of the time, right? The recoil's so good. Yeah. I feel like I feel like the the point of it is to diversify the early game uh, in general and not make it so that like five or five was the clear winner because it kind of was last time, and now I think it's like maybe less so. I'm still using them, but they're not like as good, especially if you're using them. Like the big chunky like AKM style ones, like I've just they don't feel very good now. Like they don't have like they've got ten more recoil. Like the, the yoga was pretty bad anyway. Like they feel quite harsh. Like PS was moved already to level two, so it's like oh, it's really it's tough to use them now. And the seventy fours, like the SMGs, feel pretty good. Um, you know, AK seventy fours, like all right, but this taken a bit of a bit of a hit. I can kind of I I can see it. I can see why. I can, I can see why. Well, it's interesting too. Gunsmith Seven, I believe, unlocks the uh, lower gas block tube for the M4 platform. Which one? The Mark II gas block for the M4s. Oh, I oh right. Oh god. Yeah, I mean, which is... there's another one, which is like Gunsmith One. I think is the Wyndham rail. It's got the Picatinny on it, so I think yeah. that one's like super early. That one used to be a slightly higher level, but no one ever used it because you already had the Mark. 12 or whatever it was yeah the lower the smaller gas block yeah so that's really really far um that does feel kind of redundant i will say well i mean it's just it's like it might not actually be a bad thing it's just kind of weird like i said it just feels like i'm going up the ladder and then it gives me something like way down the traders like i i yeah i'd probably like if i was a new player i probably would have like i would do the quest See, I unlocked it, probably go to my trader level and not see it there because it was on a previously lower trade level. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it just, it's just, I don't know, it's just weird. But here's kind of the cool thing of it. The flip side is you could, um, it does very much like mix up the progression because you could be a player who prioritized or got lucky or whatever on doing the gunsmiths. And now you got this really high value early game item. Whereas like previously you just had to get to level 15 and have enough, like it's extremely linear, right? This is like non-linear with like a reverse, a loop back to the beginning <laughs> in a way. But like, yeah, it's a lot more, it's a lot more difficult to get it now, essentially. Yeah. 
which I guess is okay. Sure. It's just like I I would just almost rather them kept it at level two and just make it more um expensive or give it less stats or a combination above or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's the five percent recall that's just so it's that's a really big buff. That's a huge for literally five hundred rubles. Like it's insane value. Like I think it's a bit more than that now, but like yeah, it's still it's still like not much. It's like a few K, I think. Yeah. At most. Um it's very, very good. Um, but I think it's just that because everybody bought it every time on everything. Like you never saw a butt padless AK. They were ever. always sold out as well. The flea market would have them, which I wonder what the flea market's They're like forty K. Yeah. Which I is like a couple of them and sold them on the flea. <laughs> to me that like indicates that it needs a price increase because the the it, the market values it, you know, four hundred times <laughs> Than what the trader sells it for you, but whatever. Yeah, I, that is also in. Uh, I guess that's also kind of um. That implies that like they're just not very likely to get in the loophole, which is which is true. It's just like one mean? random item. Like they're just not very likely to actually spawn. So there's not very many in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and because they go on every single AK, the demand, yeah. the relative demand, could be quite high for it. Um, I, I, I see what you mean. I know what you mean. It's just like, you know, maybe put the price up because it's like, well, if you do want to eke out that extra 5% and two er- ergo, now you have to pay up for it a little bit more. Um, maybe it's not like worth it on like a ruble per stat cost, but if it's the only way to like improve those wooden stocks without exactly. Going to yeah. And the thing is, like, if you, if you take it too far, then you tip over into the point where it's just like not, not, not worth, worth it at, it at all. all. And, you always, and then you just upgrade to like an R, RK1 or, or whatever they're called. What are they called? The, um, there's like the R, RP, R, RK, the RP1. I can't remember. The, the two folding metal stocks, or you've got like the Zhukov, the um, UAS stock, and then that new one for the big AKs or for the fixed stock AKs. So you get to a point where there's a tipping point. It's like, well, I may as well just, now if it's, 10k i may as well spend 12 and get like an actual stock which gives me like way more ergo and blah 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 so the, the right price fit is probably about eight thousand. yes yeah, i would yeah. say personally like maybe eight maybe or 10? drop the recoil by yeah. like two increase the price yeah, make it to three like... reco- maybe three recoil yeah you know and three ergo i like put a little bit of extra ergo on there or something and then make it like seven seven k or eight k i don't know but um yeah it's a bit strange it's strange. strange. I'm mm-hmm. I'm guessing that's going to be a trend as we discover more and more of these secret changes. Indeed, indeed. I mean, we're going to run through just like a couple of the other ones just before we finish up. If you want, sure. um, the two, the two that, yeah, the two that noticed so far. Actually, there's another. There's a third one that I haven't I haven't done because I'm not putting something together on it. But um, what first one is like. The RFB has been removed from Skier 2. Oh, has it? So you can't buy it anymore from Skier 2. It's now Skier 3 for 55k. Oh. But what has replaced it is a barter for the RFB at Skier 2, which is two gas analyzers. Now, what that's done is that has made the RFB even cheaper than it was before because gas analyzers aren't used for anything else. No one knows that it exists. Okay. And I, I still today, I, I bought a gas analyzer for 14,000 rubles. You could, in theory, buy, like you can buy, if you're careful and you're on at the right time and you're picky with your prices, you can buy an RFB for like 30K. That's nice. So it's like nearly half the price, which is funny. I'm pretty sure that gas annies will go to like 22 and a half at yeah, some point. Yeah, they should like, increase just, over time. They'll just meet in the middle eventually when people realize. Yeah. 
Um, so there's that. Then another one, the 1x8, the Schmidt scope, the Schmidt and Bender 1x8, which had like the bugged one times fixed. Yes. This guy's probably going to become top tier, I would think. Yeah, I, I mean, the 8 maybe is too big for people. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But Lighthouse and a few other maps, that could be quite good. Yeah. Um, we'll see. I mean, that's slowly been increased. That's like, that was like 25k at the start of the wipe. And now it's like 40 when I last looked. Voodoo's okay. Mace is still 60, but the, the gap is like, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. people yeah. go, hang on a minute. I've, I've seen a few Twitter posts as well. People are like, the Schmidt's fixed. Everyone's like, hey. Because it's got a really lovely reticle. It's, and yeah. I tested it previously. It's so good in full auto as well. It's as good as the Voodoo and the Razor in full it's auto. Great... It's a, it's a one-times. It's got a nice <laughs> reticle. It's really clean. It's got an Atex on it instead. So it's good for like streets and lighthouse. Dude, so good. Um, and then the final one, which I didn't even write down, was I did a, like a crafting guide the other day just about like early crafting stuff and um, oh. i was talking about the nixor lenses because they're really expensive early but you need to be able to buy the wi-fi cameras and previously you had to do that by getting to informed means armed and then you once you've got the quest you can buy them so i've actually literally just got to that quest and you can buy them then there's a new bar to level one mechanic for a plexiglass and i think it's those electronic components those like light keeper those new components yeah anyway they're quite cheap right now because no one really knows what they're for so for about 30k, 35k-ish rubles, which is about the same price, it's, it's a little bit cheaper than the euro price for the thingies, you can barter it for Mechanic 1. So you can actually do that craft, like, now, and make Nixor lenses and make, like, huge amounts of money, because A, people don't realise that the craft's there, B, no one's at informed means armed, or very few people, and everyone needs, like, eight Nixor lenses for security. So the, the lenses are, like, 80k, and you can, you can craft, you know, craft this stuff for, for pretty cheap. It's good. One, I didn't realize that until like until I made the video and someone pointed out the bar to I didn't even realize it existed. So, That's and what was that for? Cool. I already forgot. That was for that was for <laughs> that was for Wi Fi cameras. Oh, right, 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 which is used as the ingredient. So, you can barter for the Wi Fi cameras, then use them as an ingredient you need in the, the workbench to craft because normally you need to be at the certain quest before you can, right? Um, before you can buy them, and they but they you buy them in euros from right mechanic. I think it's mechanic. I think it's mechanic, yeah. Or what's gears. I don't know. But, now, but now you can do this barter instead. And you can do it at mechanic one, and you can do it straight away. I think the, the actual workbench craft is like workbench two. So you still need to be like level two, um, or level 20 for mechanic and that kind of thing. But once you're there, you can then make Nixel lenses. And they're, they're expensive for ages. I, I was crafting yeah. Nixel lenses a lot last wipe, but because they're sort of quest locked, like a lot of people could. There was a a supply and demand like arbitrage that opens up there because people need them who can't craft them and there's not that many people there who can craft them because they're not at the quest yet uh, or the sort of the, yeah because there's not that many people that are at the quest exactly <clears throat> so that's that's that which is pretty cool and there's actually um, there's actually a gas analyzer barter too there's like a chain i was like oh it's a tasty chain there's the, i think it's like cpu fans so right now it doesn't make sense but once people do their bitcoin farms and stuff cpu fans get really cheap so Maybe you can make that. I'm jumping back to the RFB now, but um, maybe you'll be able to like get the RFB cheap again with CPU fans, barter them for gas analyzers, then barter the gas analyzers for, for RFBs. <laughs> I, like, I mean, I like it when they add these things because it makes like gas analyzers a great example. They were pretty much dead loot, like they weren't looting because they pretty much sold on the flea market for how much they vendored for most of the time. Yeah. Um, so when they add barters to, you know, more and more barters to these items, they kind of give them more value or crafts or whatever. So I kind of, on one hand, I kind of like when they do stuff like this. 
Um, however, at the end of the day, it's just a ruble exchange. <laughs> so it's like, you know, kind of. it's it's kind of kind of cool, but also kind of meh or uh, whatever. But yep. So yeah, lots of stuff. I'm sure more things will come out as we progress, as we move on, as we analyze, see the changes, look at the barters, get more hideout stuff. Need to get to level thirty. I'd like to be level. 30. I don't know if it could be. Yeah, it actually gets level 30 in a week. I've got level 25 in one way. To be fair, I'm not going to be playing as much this next week. So we'll see. But um, yeah, it'd be cool to get to Workbench 3 to start seeing what those, what that entails. And I'm sure we'll have some more stuff about Lightkeeper. Someone's probably going to complete it next week. <laughs> I know. It's like, guys, I beat the game. They finally did it. You can escape from Tarkov. It's all there. Lightkeeper, everything. Yep. Yeah. I really hope, this is just, I don't know if I said this right, I'm just going to say it again. I just really hope that, you know, this whole Lightkeeper thing you got to go through, that it's worth it, that he does, some, does something cool, like really cool, man. Like, you know, I don't know. I just really want to, like, have that crazy risk reward with an in-rate trader. That's kind of, like, to me, what it's all, it's all about, man. You take the loot. You risk taking the loot there, and you risk taking the loot out as well. Just like the raid in Tarkov. That's how, that's how I would love it to be. That'd be really cool if an entire game was like, like that with all the traders. But that's, you know, that's a crapshoot dream, maybe. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. As always, thanks for everyone tuning in. Hope your work's going well. And with that, catch you all next week. Catch you later.